Today's podcast is sponsored by Mystery Sport. Mystery Sport sells mystery boxes with brand new authentic football shirts from anywhere in the world. Also included are some great facts on the shirt and the club. Discover a fantastic new club with an awesome shirt today. Head over to mysterysport.com and at the checkout use the code SUB10 for a 10% discount on all your orders. Hello everybody and welcome back after a long four-month absence to the Forcer podcast with me, Tom Bristow, and we have got Jordan Chambers, Shazad Akram and Bradley Martin joining us for the return of the podcast and the Premier League. How are we doing, fellas? Oh, good, yeah, thanks. Good, thanks, mate. Fantastic. Well, we're going to um, start off the new season by discussing our predictions for the entire season. So we're going to roughly say where we think people are going to finish, who's going to have a good season, who's not, best players, etc. Try and make it brief, but we're going to get through a bit. And then also we are going to chat about tonight's game, uh, Brentford versus Arsenal. And we might as well kick things off with that, get that out of the way. Um, Brentford back in the top flight after 74 years, come back and beat the mighty Arsenal 2-0. Um, Shiz, I'll let you uh, take the floor on this one. I've got one word for that performance by Arsenal. Honking. <laughs> uh, I'll let you... Uh, I let you have the floor, mate. What 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 was your uh, reaction after that poor? Brister, I can't I can't argue with that. You look forward to the season starting. You know, all summer, and you know we signed a few players, and there was a bit of positivity around the club. And um, you know they turn a dog shit performance like that, and you just think, what's the what's the point? You know, what a fucking waste of time. Usual shit. And um, straight away, Arteta's not helped himself by piling himself under loaded pressure by. We've got played off the park really tonight, I thought, and their keeper had a really good game and Brentford really deserved the win, you know, 100%. I'm not denying that, but we were shit. And Ben White, he can't be, you pay 50 million for him, he can't even fucking jump off the ground to head the ball. That's right in front of his face. He just will stand and watch it go, go, go past him and let someone else head it in. Well, that's worth 50 million. Yeah, great signing. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not happy. I mean, I try and be positive, but I can't see. I was thinking any higher than we did last season, and it's an embarrassment, we're a joke, and uh, yeah, it's pretty depressing to be honest. It, it, I, I watched the majority of the game, and there was never really a time where I thought Arsenal were gonna score at all. But there's, there's two players that caught me eye for Arsenal it was Smith Rowe and uh, Kieran Tierney, who I thought them two were fantastic for Arsenal, and if they just had a little bit more. Um, about them, the, like your overall team, I think you would have done all right. But you're right with Ben White. I'm, I, we spoke about this before, me, Jordan, and Brad about do we think he was worth it? I personally think it's he could be worth it on in the long term. But I didn't realise how bad he was at heading. And uh, I think I read somewhere for Brighton, he he lost over fifty percent of his aerial jewels last wow. season for us. Um, and he got he got bullied by Ivan Tony tonight. He got absolutely bullied by him. So uh, it's going to be a difficult one for him, and it's going to be for me. It's going to be a very difficult scene for Arsenal. It doesn't help that you've got Aubameyang and Lacazette 
out, you know, already the first game with a, with an illness. But uh, yeah, it 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 was a bit. It was going to be tough anyway because you know Brentford back in the Premier League for the first time, uh, seventy four years, and you know full capacity stadium. You know, it, it was going to be a tough one for anybody who was going to go there. But it, you would have thought it's still with Arsenal. They had, they had a good run after the end of last season. So I don't really understand why the performance was so lacklustre, really. But um, I don't know. What, what what have you boys got to say, Jordan, Brad? Any any comments on the game? I know you didn't watch it, both of you, but <clears throat> what do you say? Well, um to be honest, I don't know if she agrees. Arteta was very, very lucky last season to even keep his job. <clears throat> um, and I think straight away now, he's under fire, straight away. Um, I don't think he'll last another month, to be honest. Um, he, he's The club's too much. It's too much for him. Um, and Arsenal need a, like a rebuild, a really good starting scratch, and he's not your man. He's not your man, you know. You need someone experienced to really sort them out, you know. You'd even argue now that Emery didn't get enough time. Um, it they're in trouble. They're they're in trouble. I mean, that's, that's already. I mean, book is already saying they're already in trouble, and that's just one game in, isn't it? So it does go to show that you know Arsenal do need something and they need to turn it around already. But, I mean, as you said, Brew, uh, going to Brentford tonight would have been hard for anyone. Uh, it just showed that, you know, they were under pressure from the first whistle because Brentford have got absolutely nothing to lose. They want to show they want to show the rest of the Premier League why they're there. And they did exactly that tonight. And they were fantastic. Yeah, but hang on. But we'll... we'll uh... Right, what we'll do now is we'll luckily get past this game for Shiz and we'll talk about our our predictions for the for the season. So I was going to say we'll do like from 20 to 1st, but I think it would just be too difficult this early on. So what we'll do is we'll say who we think are going to be the three teams that get relegated and why. Top four and we'll say the top four in order. And then we'll say, like, you know, where we think our teams are going to finish. Uh, and then that includes Rotherham in League One. And I'll say that again, Rotherham in League One. Um, <laughs> Cheers, mate. No problem. Uh, right, so we'll go with relegation then first. Um, Brad, I'll come to you then, mate. Who are your three teams that you predict are going to go down this season? To me, this is very difficult. Uh very, very different. I mean, be- before a ball was kicked, um, I believe Brentford would stay up. Um, so, forget them. I think they'll comfortably stay up, to be honest. There's three teams I think will struggle. I think Norwich, um, they just don't really cut it for me in the Premier League. They haven't really signed much either. Um, I know they're letting a few go as well, so that could be a problem. Watford, to be honest, the back end of the championship season, they wasn't anything... Yes, they, they got the business done, but they're not really anything sparkling. They haven't really brought anything in, really, you can shout about. So I think they would struggle. And 
I think Burnley could struggle. So I think Denfrey would be mine to Norwich, Watford and Burnley. Okay, um, Jordan, what are you saying, mate? I'm going with... I don't think Norwich have the firepower up front for the season. It proved last time when they just had Timo Pukki up front. Scored a few goals, but it wasn't enough. Uh, <clears throat> no, I agree with Brad again, Watford. Uh, and my last one would probably be... I'm going to go on a limb here and say Brighton. Okay, why Brighton? I, I don't know. I just they didn't they did all right last season, but I just didn't think they were the best team in the league by far. Uh, I thought they were quite lucky to stay up in the end, but the first half of the season did it from where they had a few good run runs of games. So I'm going to go with Brighton on mine. Okay. Shiz, what do you say, mate? Uh, it's a hard one. I mean, I think I agree with Norwich. I can't see them staying up. I don't think they've got they've got enough. They're not going to be strong enough throughout the season. Um, and then I don't know. I mean, the teams like Burnley and you know Watford, they always seem to find a way to stay in the league. But just this season, it doesn't look like there's any teams that, that it looks like they're the worst teams in the league still. So. I mean, based on what we saw from Brentford tonight, they're going to be fine for the rest of the season. You know, they're, they're going to have a strong season, so you can't really say them. I mean, I'd like to say probably Arsenal fucking go down as well. <laughs> but I think, um, I, th- I don't think there's going to be any sort of surprises really in who goes down. It's going to be Norwich for sure, I would say. And then, like the, like the guys have said, you know, you like of Burnley and Watford are, are going to be in or, in or around them. And, I mean, Brighton. I actually think Brighton have a little bit of an, enough quality to stay up, but but it'll be close. So I'll go with Burnley, Norwich, and um, Watford probably. Right. Well, I've got definitely Norwich, but I feel sorry for Norwich because they're in such a, a bad situation because they're too good for the Championship but not good enough for the Premier League, and it, it just it must suck to be a Norwich fan when you're in the Premier League because you just know that you've got not that you've got no chance but it, the probability of you getting relegated is you know you might as well just forget about it really but so yeah Norwich uh, Watford yeah I'll say Watford as well you know they're another team that don't really they, they've not really caught my eye in the transfer window and it's difficult when you've just come up because you're not going to buy the superstars are you but the next team that I think is going to go down and surprise, it'd probably be a surprise for a few people. I think Southampton are going to struggle this season. Um, they've just got rid of Danny Ings and that came out of nowhere. So they've lost their best their best player, I would say. Um, they've just lost their centre-back to Leicester, um, who was a big part of their defence. Uh, James Ward-Prowse is being hunted as well so if they lose him they're in massive trouble but yeah I did, they've not really they've not really shown they didn't really show anything last season the second half you know they started so well like we like we saw but then they dropped off but didn't just drop off they dropped off massively and if they had a bad start to the season last year they could have been in very big trouble 
And I just don't think they've got what it takes to get back into that form that they did. And, yeah, with fans back and everything, you know, I think it's just going to be very, a very difficult scenes for Southampton. So, yeah, I'm going to go Norwich, Watford and Southampton. Um, but also another one that, you know, Crystal Palace might have a difficult season as well, but it's Vieira's first season in it. So it's going to be tough for him. But um, we'll go on the big one then, top four. And we'll do it as in, we'll go in or, in order of what we think the top four mm. will be. But I'll go first then. I think City will win it. Um I think they're, they're just, they are very, very strong. You know, they just added Jack Grealish as well. Uh, there's still that talk of Harry Kane going. So that, that could be a very interesting one. But I think City will win it. Um, I think Chelsea will finish second. Um, I think when I did it before, I think I had Liverpool second. I'm not sure, but I've changed it to Chelsea. You know, just signed Lukaku. Werner and Lukaku up top. And if they're going to play two uh, up front, and that's just going to be deadly. I think Werner's going to have a good season this season. Havertz is coming in strong. Um, you know, lots of Mount, Pulisic, Jorginho. Their defence is doing well. So I think they're, they'll finish second. Liverpool third. Um, not signed many people. They've signed that centre-back, but, you know, they've got a great front three. They've got a decent midfield still, and obviously their defence is what it is. And then I've got Man United fourth. I know they've signed Sancho and Varane, but still struggling in that midfield um, to cover that defence. So, yeah, I'm going to say Man United fourth. But I say it's going to be very close uh, between all four. There's not going to be many points between them, but we'll see. We'll see. I think it'll be an interesting season. Um, Shiz, what are you saying, mate? What's your top four prediction? Yeah, I agree with you, Bristow. It's one of them where it's one of the closest top four races it's ever been. And um, there's been some really interesting moves over the transfer window. I, I Like you, I can't see... Uh, I can see Man City winning it again, I think. Grealish is massive and they've got so much depth to their squad. I think that they, they're going to do well consistently over the season and that's the key to winning the title. You know, you need to be consistent throughout the season. They've got the squad to do that. I think I'll go Liverpool second just because with Van Dijk returning, that's massive for them. And he he's, he he makes that Liverpool defence. So that's going to be a massive boost for them, I think. Um, you saw how much they struggled with that in last season. I'll go second for Liverpool. And Klopp's got a bit of a point to prove now because it's the first time since he's been at Liverpool where he's faced a lot of criticism for last season. I think he's gonna he's gonna really have a point to prove, and Liverpool will be close to City second, and then third. I'm gonna go Man United because I think Man United have had one of the best transfer windows of any of the top top teams, and Sancho for seventy million is a, is an absolute steal because if he can replicate his foot his form, he's only gonna get better. He's one of the most exciting young players in the world. I think what a signing he he he's gonna push United. Maybe even to challenge for the title, but I think they'll be a bit short for this third. Chelsea, Mukaku, yes, is a good signing, but I don't think they've got the quality throughout the rest of the team um, to really, really challenge for that title. So I'll go four with with Lukaku there, but that is a great signing, though. Um, Jordan, what's yours then, mate? I'm going to go with 
City first. I think they're too strong. And obviously, like you were saying, Jack Grealish just adds a bit more to, to the attacking options. Uh, I hope to see Foden stay fit after he, after he comes back. Um, that would be a nice little progression to see where he, he fits in. Uh, I do think after Man City, I think it might be Liverpool. And then... I think Conte going to the defence, that's you know, that's worked well. They can only, they've got some choices there to make. So I don't think it's gonna be straightforward for Klopp, but that's something that was needed, especially after last season. <clears throat> uh I do think they could do with an extra player, uh, an attacking player, personally. But obviously Klopp won't spend until people have gone. So uh I think next would be Man United in third. I think the the two signings will boost them up a bit. And I think you said about the the midfield or the defensive midfield of it. You know, you're probably looking for a Calvin Phillips in there or something like that to just boost it up. Uh, I think for fourth, it might shock you a little bit, but I'm going to go with Leicester. I think they've... They've been outstanding the past couple of seasons and they're on a bit of a, a go at the minute, you know, winning the FA Cup and the Community Shield. Uh, <clears throat> I think Dakar as a forward will bring them some pace up front with Vardy as well. So I think they, he looked a bit dangerous in the Community Shield when he came on. And uh, the defence, obviously, they've just boosted up with Van der Gaard from Southampton. So... I think they'll be all right, and I think they could push for the fourth spot. But I think it'll be tight between them and Chelsea for the fourth. It could go, it could go either way for that. But I would say Leicester. Brad, what are you saying, mate? <clears throat> well, <laughs> here we go. I honestly believe, and this is not with my heart, and this is my head. I honestly believe that Man United will win the league this season. Okay. And I'm going to tell you why. Can't because literally, we spoke about two hours ago, Bradley, and you said they won't win the Premier League. Of course they'll win the league. Right, yeah. let me explain to you. I'm going to give you, you're going to give you some good analysis here, and if Sky Sports, look out. Right. Man City have signed Jack Grealish, right? Man City last season looked very, very vulnerable. Very vulnerable. Um, you look at them in the Champions League uh, final, they was poor. They have got spots around that team that is vulnerable. Now, you know, I'm not saying that they're not a good team, because clearly they are a very good team, but I think they are vulnerable at times. And, you know, a lot of teams last season dropped off. You know, Liverpool dropped off last season. Chelsea were nowhere near anything. We was hit and miss. So, realistically, it was set up for them anyway last season. Um, One player will not change that Man City side because it's too good everywhere else for one player to change it. So, you you can't base it on just because they've signed, you know, Jack Grealish for whatever it was, 100 million. You you can't say they're going to be clear to win the league. Now, I look at everything and I've... <laughs> you, for 100%, Liverpool can't get anywhere near it. This 
100%. Even Jamie Carrick is saying they can't get near it. You know, Firmino, is, he's all over. He doesn't know where the net is. Salah wanted an exit. Manny was looking for an exit. And they've only signed one player. That's an, And that team is ageing. You know, it's the same team for so many years. So I don't know how you can count them in it. Chelsea, they look vulnerable. Yes, they won the Champions League, but they've only signed Lukaku and bloody hell. <laughs> One play is not going to change that. I just look at Man United and I think, well, there's something going on here. You know, Oli Gunnar Solskjaer, his last, his last interview we did, how confident he seemed. And, you know, maybe I'm reading... Who knows? Um, yeah, it, I, I might just be sticking by my old club, I suppose. Maybe. But, you know, it, it, Premier League will definitely go to Manchester this se- season. Whether it goes to them or goes to us, fair enough. But I believe we will, us. So, I think we'll win it. I think City will come second. Chelsea will come third. And Liverpool will come fourth. Scrap fourth, that is, as well. That's me. What, what I'm just trying to understand with what you said, Brad, about, you know, Liverpool only buying one player, City only buying one player... And Chelsea only buying one player that are gonna that they can't change it. But say that United's only bought two, and we, we one have. of them is it's, it's a bit. I don't know. Like City, they didn't need to buy. I don't think. And if they didn't buy, I still would have backed them to win it, whether they got Grealish or not. Because I've, I I think their defense is the best in the league. I think they got the, uh, the their centre back partnership is the best. They got um, two ridiculously good right backs in Cancelo and Walker. They got the best keeper in the league, in my opinion. Left back Zinchenko's learning, which is all right. But I don't, I don't know. I just for United, you know, I I, I will stick by what I've always said. I don't think you're ever going to win that league with Oli in charge. I don't think he's the man. It's like I ain't comparing him to Arteta. He's obviously better than him, but in that way, I think United is too big of a club for for Oli. He's not really, he's not done anything, in my opinion, to make me. If I was a United fan, to be happy, you've you've been to so many semi-finals and you've lost them. You went to a final and you've lost them. You've not won a trophy under under Oli. You got knocked out of the Champions League in the group stages last year. You bottled it in January last year. I, just, I for me, I, I like if you like what you said about, you know. Chelsea and City and Liverpool, one sign isn't going to change anything. For me personally, I don't think two signs are going to change it for for United to win the league. I think you need three, four more to even get close to to the likes of City. Yeah, you, you, you know, Oli, you know, he, he, you know, he had a yeah, a very good start. So, you know, all the things was on him, uh, and then it dipped, but. I've always, you know, I started saying that you know, he wasn't the man. And I, I actually think he is, because if you look at it properly, he he turned a centre-back who was down on confidence into a, you know, into a player that he showed for Leicester. And England fans will appreciate that. You know, he played fantastic in the Euros. Mm. Did. You've got another player that was slated by a manager for being overweight and looking hopeless to becoming, for me the best left-back in the world at the minute, by far. I, I can't think of anyone better at the minute. Um, so there's two positions there he's already turned around. He's he's brought in 
uh, you know, a good sign in, in Sancho. You know, he's not had the best start of Rashford yet because he, he was been injured for all season. I just think if base him on this season and if he gets it wrong, then question him. But he hasn't done that bad, really. I've always slated him, but I don't who knows? But I, I just, I believe into it. And you were talking about Man City having the best defence. I actually think Man United's got the best defence in the league now. And to be fair, I, I really do. You know, you've got Luke Shaw on one side. Harry Maguire, for me, is better than Stones. Um, you've got another top boy coming in from uh, from Madrid. You know, we all know who he is. And then you've got a, you've got another year on the belt of Wan Bissaka on the other side. So re- realistically, that, that's a good back four. Um, you're right in what you said. Man United' weakness is in the middle of the park, but uh, you know we are looking at signing another player. And who knows? I just think you can't write Man United off. Right. What's the Pogba situation and are you bothered if he goes? Oh, I, I think Pogba was gone before Messi signed. I think Messi signing for PSG has kept Pogba at Man United, which is a bit of a concern because then do you think does he even want to be there? But in a way, that's a plus for Man United because I think he's a top, top boy, top player. Um, I know you, everyone goes on about KDB and everything, but <laughs> on his day... And this is going to raise something. I actually think Pogba's better on his day. Oh, I think oh, uh, hey. I'm you on that one. I think he is a lot better. <laughs> I and I honestly believe that. So no, okay, okay, that's no, okay, okay. I, I, I do. Uh, uh, I, t- I tell you what, you look at Ke- you look at Kevin De Bruyne as a top player. What did he do in the Euros? <laughs> What did Pogba do in the Euros? He got knocked out by Switzerland, mate. He scored, though. He scored a, oh, 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 he he scored a good goal. Right. It, it, but it didn't mean that he had a good performance. I think I think he played all right, to be fair. Yeah, but you're saying like, what did KDB do? But, but he didn't do anything. They, they both got knocked out in the same round. KDB I didn't just... score, but he still had a good... He probably still had a good um, Euros. Got a couple of assists, I believe, as well. He was injured, weren't he? For some of it, I think for the what? first game, yeah, he came back for the game. One game, one game. Oh, I, 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 just, I, I just agree with that. I think KDB's monster. So, would you say, right? Here's one for you: is, Bru- is Bruno better than KDB? No. So, you think Pop was better than Bruno? I've always said Pop is the best player in the Man United squad. Yeah, always. On his day, he is. Yeah, I don't know if you've ever, if you boys have ever watched Pogba play, but on his day, he's he's fantastic. He's a better passer than De Bruyne. No, 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 no. He, he no, is. No. He no, is. he's not. He tries to. The only reason it looks like he is because he tries a theatrical, long-range volley pass that comes off once every ten games, and it will be in a highlight reel on YouTube. KDB's passing. No one is better than passing than De Bruyne. No one, no one in the world. He's the best in the world at passing. But Brad, I think it's 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 different, isn't it? Because you get a different Pogba for United than you do for France. Yeah, yeah. And that's been a big issue for him for, for for his entire career. It's consistency, isn't it? Mm. With Pogba, I mean, you can play against one team in the Premier League and be absolutely outstanding one week, and then the next week 
you're probably playing, you know, maybe like some Norwich or something. He's absolutely shocking. And you just don't know whether to take him, like, good or is he absolutely rubbish. So, it's just inconsistency with Pogba. I rate Pogba, but on his day, yeah. But it's just inconsistent for me. Yeah, I, I, I do think he's a class player, but on his day, but I don't think he, he he's anywhere near De Bruyne's level, even on his day. Because I, 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 I don't, I don't know, I don't know. Right, um, before we finish, then we'll obviously Bradley. If you think that United are going to win the league, um, Shiz, where do you think Arsenal is going to finish? Then realistically. Uh, forget about tonight's result then. <clears throat> Where did you think before tonight's result that they were going to finish? Uh, I was positive, you know, Brew. I was really positive about the season. I thought we strengthened in defence. We needed to strengthen defence. We brought a few midfielders, which we needed to do. Uh, it was, you know, I was pleased with the with, with the business in the in the summer. Not not over the moon, but I thought, yeah, we've done we've done a all right bit of business there. Base, I, I have to base. I have to take into account that shocking performance, and based on that, it's going to be like it's going to be tenth or ninth or tenth because we we're, we're just so poor. I can't see us finishing any, any higher than eight. Cheers. What do you think about the? I think it's it's a very close done deal, but Aaron Ramsdale to uh, Arsenal for about thirty million. What do you think of that? Well, I, I, I'd be really happy. I think he's a really good player. And I don't think Leno's good enough. But the last I was reading about it, that deal's off. But I'd love that yeah. to go through. But, but I was reading they wanted more like 40, 50 million for him. Oh, wow. Yeah, I heard that deal got called off, yeah. They wanted too much money. Well, all I saw was 30 million. It was near enough for done deal. I just can't get my head around the Ben, the ben White site, you know, the, the, the transfer fee. 50 million... Fifty million. When how much did Man United spend on Varane? I know he's a bit he's older, but how, but you're getting all that experience. How much was Varane? It's just Ben Wise better than Varane. They've not finalised it fully yet, have they? Uh, so it's not really come out. But I'm sure it's like a region of thirty-five, isn't it? Yeah, it's nowhere near fifty. No, no. Ben White can't even fucking jump <laughs> off the ground to bloody put his head on the ball. He, he watches it go past him. Shocking. Still, yeah, Br- Bruce. Around. I'm not. I'm not very positive, mate. I think about no. tenth. <laughs> All right. Oh, I, I was going to say about tenth for West Ham. To be fair, um, I, you got to be realistic. We ain't. We ain't signed anyone. Um, we signed a goalkeeper when we don't really need a goalkeeper. Um, we ain't. We needed another. We need a striker. Hugely need a striker, but. I don't know what I don't know what Gold and Sullivan are doing. Uh, I, I don't get it. Um, yeah, it, it just every transfer window, you just you're scratching your head as a West Ham fan, thinking there's players out there. Why are we not getting them? And even more this season, now we're in Europe. You know, I'm just, it's just scratching my head, thinking that there's talent out there which we could get, but you're not going for them for some. Ridiculous reason, and we need depth. We've seen it in the past of with teams that have gone into Europe and have failed in the Premier League because of the lack of depth in their squad. You look at Wolves, for example. Uh, you look at um, Leicester when they 
had that first uh, chance in the Champions League. They dropped down massively in the league the season after. Burnley, when they somehow got in the Europa League, they couldn't do it because they didn't have the depth. But we we haven't really learned from that because we haven't got any depth in up front, especially. Defence, we've got an ageing defence as backup. You know, I like Dawson. Dawson was a cracking little player for us last season, but I wouldn't rely on him to play week in, week out again. Um, so, yeah, it's a bit of a difficult one. For, because I, I, I can't see us going far in the Europa League, if I'm honest with you. Because, you know, I think quarterfinals would be, would be lovely, but I'll say that's about it. And the Premier League, I feel like we will struggle because we're not signing anyone unless in the next week or two we come out with three or four huge signings out of nowhere, then I'll be happy. But until then, it's just going to be a struggle. I do think we're going to struggle on the weekend against Newcastle. You know, against Newcastle with all their fans back in the stadium, try and get on their side. It's going to be too... I think it'll be a bit difficult for us. I'm not saying we'll lose because Newcastle is shit, but... Um, yeah, uh, we'll finish off on uh, the, the old Rotherham then. Um, you think you're going to go up straight away, uh, Jordan, or is it going to be not that easy? Oh, it's a it's a hard league, league one. But I do think we do have the players to go up again straight away. But I think we'll do it again via the playoffs. I think we'll finish like fourth or fifth, and uh, and then I think we'll win the playoffs as we normally do. So, we made a couple of good signings. I just want to see what this youngster's like, this bowler we brought from uh, Arsenal. So, it'd be, he's a good, he seems like a good addition to the squad from what I've read about him. So, we'll see uh, We'll see what he brings to the table. Perfect. But well, just I, I... a quick shout-out to one of the fans, uh, Owen Rigby, who's going down to Wigan tomorrow. Have a safe journey. Let's bring three points home. Up the Millers. Come on. Oh, I want to end the podcast again. Um, well, anyway, boys, it was it was a pleasure to come back after four months off. Um, like I said, we're gonna we're gonna try and do one every week. Every Tuesday it will be out. Um, we are all obviously back at work, so it's it's been a bit time consuming for us. But we're we're gonna try and fit it in as best as we can. Um, but yeah, thanks, boys, for taking some time out of your busy lives to come and do a podcast. And um, yeah, that's about it, really, guys. Thank you very much. And we will be back next week.